everybody. Welcome to Read This, Read That. I'm Jackie Reed. I'm Joanne Reed. How you doing, cousin? How you doing? I'm good. I'm surprised. I mean, I'm normally I come on. I'm like, I'm trying to get it together. But yeah, you I'm got gonna, energy. You have a different I mean, energy today. I know. It's, you know, partly because I, I got professional hair and makeup done <laughs> and I have so and you look fabulous night. by the way thank you well and you know this is all a part of we've been talking about wellness this is day one of my from Fridays and I was saying to you before we started it's a whole new vibe right like it's pouring rain outside in Maryland it's pouring but I don't have to go out there you know I woke up this morning feeling energized it's the same schedule. Nothing has changed about my schedule. I still have to do all the stuff I have to do today. But I just woke up with a different frame of mind, a different attitude. Just knowing I didn't have to leave the house today, it changed something about my day. I mean, so I love that, that, you, that is my wind down. I, my, it's a whole new life. My I love that you today. advocated for yourself. Because yeah. it's just a lesson to everybody else. You know, if you don't ask, you know, yes. you, you never know. Maybe they'll say no. Maybe they'll say That's yes. Right. But, you know, we got to lean into self-care. I'm so glad you did that. I did. And it's like, I wouldn't have thought if Jason hadn't said that to me that day, he was like, why do we have this whole studio down here done? You might as well use it. Yeah. And I was like, it's a really good point. But I was more thinking of, you know, I didn't want to deprive my crew of hours because, you know, it's, it's hard out here economically. So, but yeah. once I polled them and asked them, you know, how would this impact you? They were like, it's not going to hurt us. We are going to still get hours. They're going to move us to other stuff. We're going to be yeah. fine. It was like so empowering to be like, you know what? I can do this. I can make this choice for myself and prioritize myself for a change. So a whole new life, child. And you you <laughs> got to remember, MSNBC is a big network with a lot of moving parts. You know yes. what I mean? It's not yeah. your responsibility, even though it's very kind of you. But, you know, your crew is not, they work in other parts. We know this, right? right? They do you all know, this stuff. They're not just working for your show. That's, right. that way, that's just an hour. You know what I mean? They're moving around and doing other things. Um, so, yeah, it's very true. But I think it was really nice of you to consider that. Um, oh but I'm God. glad it all I worked this out cute, this way. I got this cute top on, but y'all can't see it. But I have so I am so wearing my, my jogging pants. I got my sweatpants. I got some slippers on. I'm in my <laughs> slipper life. When my when the show is over, I'm gonna walk upstairs, pour myself a cocktail, and keep it moving. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. It's so great. We can oh. start early. <laughs> how about you? Give me your wine down, hey, cousin. How you doing? You know, I'm doing okay. I just I'm fresh off the road. Um, literally, <laughs> literally, I literally. drove because I'm still not getting on a plane, and I came down to Atlanta to do a couple of events. Um, and one has to be I'm, one I'm doing with Netflix net, next week. They're screening uh, Colin in black and white at Clark Atlanta University, my undergraduate alma mater. And so I'm part yes. of a panel along with some other great people, including uh, Pinky Cole from Slutty Vegan. Her Nas was going to be on the panel. I hope he is. I don't know. Uh, but it's Come an, on now. I, yeah, I know. It's an interesting panel of people coming together. So I'm down here for that and some other events. And um you know, I don't want to get on a plane. So I drove, my boyfriend and I drove down, God bless him, because he sits in the front and drives right. and I sit in the back because I got my two dogs. <laughs> girl, it's like driving Miss Daisy. It's like driving I have got, like, girl, I got, I got dog blankets. I got dog food on ice so it won't spoil. I got, I had sweet potato treats for them that I baked, uh, rice that I cooked for them in addition to their dog food. I had some carrots that raw carrots that I cut up for them. So I had all their treats. I like, am so glad that, that Nala, I am so glad that Nala is not in this room listening to this because she's gonna be like, why you don't never do that? You don't you don't make me <laughs> you don't that. do that for me. You're you not don't do, do that, that for me. me. You ain't a real good mother. You're not a good dog. He's mama. gonna get him. You, you don't freeze nothing for me. <laughs> wait until wait until I meet her. She is about to be empowered. I'm going to spend like one weekend with her and she's going, you're going to come in the house and she's going to be tapping her nails, her little claws <laughs> on the floor. Like, mm-hmm. where my vegan treat? <laughs> Where's my fresh baked sweet potato? <laughs> where, my, where my fresh sweet potato? Where I see a sweet, sweet potato? potato in that fridge. Oh, you don't think I saw you buy a sweet potato? Oh, that's for you? What about me? <laughs> right. I don't want any fried food. I don't want that in my body. Yeah, I want baked sweet potatoes like Aunt Jackie does. <laughs> I want this. 
I want to go live with Aunt Jackie. <laughs> Aunt Jackie's my real mom. We made the trip. We stopped halfway through yesterday oh, and then got How do your dogs morning. travel? Are they good travelers? Are they good in the car? They're good when I treat, I have. Walk that. Yeah. They, it, it is like, you know, I sit in the back with them. So they, ha- they have blankets everywhere and pillows. So it's a very comfortable existence. We stop, you know, every two to three hours so everybody can pee and this. They have water, little bowls, so I can give them water along the way. It's a very, I, you know. Part of it is because I don't want to fly because of COVID. But the other part is I don't want to leave my dogs for too long of a period. Right. Especially my older dog, Zoe, whose eyesight and hearing is failing her rapidly. And so she's very clingy. She wants to be like, she's always looking for me. And so the thought of her being at home, you know, I mean, my boyfriend's there at night and things like that. But the thought of her, you know, she's so used to me working from home. So, right. So we're all here. The whole some family spoiled made ass dog. Them some spoiled ass dogs. They are. <laughs> they are so spoiled. They are so rotten. But spoiled. I love them so much. And my I daughter has so watched much. them, y'all. So I'm not just I'm not just saying what I think. I'm saying what I know because my daughter oh, has she babysat knows. those dogs. So she knows that those dogs are she spoiled. She knows. It's like, girl, the food, the whole <laughs> feeding them situation is a whole thing. And she didn't even have to walk them when she watched them. I had a whole dog walker who they are used to. Who, yeah, girl, these dogs are spoiled rotten. Spoiled rotten. But I love my pooches. You know, but that's why I'm vegan, because I'm an animal you lover. Do. I go above and beyond for, that's true. for animals. So, you know, that's that. So that's my wind down, girl. Art tells a story, your story, and inspires others in your community to do the same. This Black History Month, AARP is celebrating the undeniable impact and contributions of Black art and artists everywhere. We're thrilled to celebrate these creators over 50. Through their work and persistence, they make society a better place by bringing us all closer together. Learn more at aarp.org slash black community. This is all part of our conversation. And I feel like we're on a theme now of self-care and how we have to be putting ourselves first. But you put, this is the tease for y'all. This is the teaser. You can put yourself first, but that don't mean everybody else is doing the same thing. That's right. (laughs) For you. (laughs) But they're going to treat you how you let them treat you. That's fair. That's the thing. That's That's the thing. And that's the tease. If you let, if you don't let, if, if you don't, tell them or let them see that you put yourself first when it comes to them, then they're not going to do it. And they're going to try to get away with this, but they're going to push it as, oh, wait a minute. I got away with that. Now let me get away with more. I got away with that. Let me get away with more. Mm-mm. Yes. No, it's hard. It's hard because if you're, if you make the decision that you're going to look out for yourself more, that's great, but you need the cooperation of everyone in your life. Oh, yeah. Listen, every levels of being in your life. And you don't always get that cooperation. That is the lesson of the day. (laughs) Listen, I had a girlfriend of mine. I had a girlfriend of mine tell me I was mean. She was like, you're just mean because I was trying to tell her she needed to really stick up for herself and advocate for herself. And she was like, well, you're just mean. And I was like, (laughs) I'm not mean. I just advocate for myself. You advocate for yourself. And no, I told and I, I told you already, I want to get a recording of you saying no to things and just play that for people. <laughs> or, or you said you were going to learn how to sound like me if and you I do it because you're better at it than me. If I could perfect your voice, I'm going to work on it because if I could but, perfect your voice, girl, you would just be like, you would be like, call me on this number, girl. They would call my number. I'd be like, hey. Uh, you know, th- this is Joanne. You know, this is, this is Peggy Sue. Oh, hey, girl. What's going on? She's like, well, you remember, you said you were going to do, you know what? I actually changed my mind because something came up and I'm not going to be able to do it. But I, 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 I hate that I'm telling you at the last minute like this, but I'm not going to be able to do it. You know what? Something else came up and I'm not going to be able to do it. But I'm sure you can find someone else. You know what? I've tried doing that before. And you know what people will do? They'll say, can you help me find someone else? And And I would say, you know what? I wish I could. I wish I could. But right now I've got so much going on. I can't. I mean, Uh, honestly, I would not leave anybody at the last minute. But if it were something like someone asking me 
to do something that I know, like if they were like, you know what, I'm having this brunch and we want to honor you at the brunch or I have this book and I want you to write my forward for it. I'd be like, girl, I I promise you, I wish I could, but I, I am so swamped right now. And if I say yes, I may have to cancel down the road. Mm, so let mm. me just say no right now. Oh, you're so good. See, Girl, I, this is what I need to learn. Right Teach now. me your way. This, see, these are the things I need to learn. How to, I need to write. I should write all of that down. I'm going to get a transcript <laughs> But you of this, won't do it. And I'm going to put it. <laughs> I, I, I need to learn how to do it because right, I feel so guilty. And it's like, oh, I guess I should do it. But then you're the and one then, that's exhausted. Yeah. You're the one that has to cancel things like working out, spending time with your yep. kids, spending time with your husband, yep. spending time with your family, yep. cleaning your house, getting yep. your nails done. Doing or sleeping. That. Or sleeping. Taking naps. Or, or just sitting down and just doing, okay, nothing. doing nothing. You have to cancel yes. all of that because not only is your job busy as hell, but then you've got all this other stuff. It's, it's not, so true. Okay, but we're going to talk more about that. We we're going to talk more about that on the other side. But let's continue this conversation of self-care. And do you yes. want to talk about your particular incident? I don't want you to feel funny about it. Um, yeah, I don't want to throw... I'm not going to blow anybody's spot up. I'm just going to... I'm going to be very general about it. I'm going to say names. Yeah, I'll say the names. No, I'm So, basically... <laughs> I'm teasing. We're I'm not going to be specific. But, but I think no. the general topic is when you are in this business, and, I, and I'm sure it is also true for people in every industry, whatever you do, you end up getting people calling upon you to do lots of stuff, right? Can you come to my event? Can you speak at my event? Can you do this, do that? And and I end up, uh, as Cousin Jackie knows, I end up saying yes to a lot of it and then dreading it like when it comes up. All of it. Yeah. And so in in some instances, I'll say I'll just record something so that I don't have to physically be there. But, you know, I I don't want to get into the specifics of it because, yeah, it's too specific. It's too specific. The bottom line is (laughs) I need to learn how to just say no instead of trying to come up with a, a a a way to like do it still do it but like i'm trying to do it in a different way like i'm like i can't be there in person but i think i just need to learn how to just say no to stuff cuz i well, feel we, bad i feel like obligated to do everything but you can't why? do why this let's turn this into a therapy session why <laughs> what do you think i mean listen here's what happens because listen you throughout your life you know especially as an adult you've organized things before you've been in situations you know even though you are the host of your show you're very involved with who the guests are i mean i know you have bookers yeah. and producers and a very capable team but what is what, if you want to book somebody and they can't do it they say no what do you do you book somebody else move on <laughs> we you move, move on. on. And I've been a booker. I mean, I used to be a booker. And that used to be the thing is that, you you know, booking is a challenge of a lot of no's. You yes. get a lot more no's than you do yeses most of the time. Yeah. I used to book for morning radio. And as you know, not everybody wants to get up at six o'clock in the morning. No. And so that six o'clock hour was a beast trying to book that. And, right. you know, even though my host, James T, who's my mentor, he's everybody loves him. It's not like people are saying no. And it's not personal. It's that it's six o'clock in the morning. And sometimes we wanted West Coast guests. They were like, I got to get up at three o'clock in the morning to do that. No. And so you yeah. end up hearing no a lot. So I don't have a problem hearing no. You know, people tell me no all the time, right? Stuff I want. Yeah. People tell me no. It's not a problem. So I'm not sure why I've internalized that. I just don't want to let people down. I I, I feel obvious. And also I want to give back. And so I feel like a lot of the, the stuff that I'm being asked to do is sort of a way of giving back. And so I, yeah. I, I find myself feeling obligated to do as much as I can because I feel like, you know, I've gotten to a certain point in my career where, you know, where I, I don't know, I just feel like I, I got to give something back. And this is sort of a thing I can do. But in the end, some of the stuff you're being asked to do is not really giving back. It's really giving to that that individual that wants it, you know? Yeah. And you just kind of find, yes, I know. You, you have to find ways to give back that don't take away from you, right? You're not only, you know, a full-time you know, television journalist and host and author and all the things that come with with that job, right? You are a mother of three, uh, you know, uh, uh, very wonderful children. And even though they are young adults, you're still, you know, you're still a mother. You're still yeah. very involved in your life, in their lives, as you should yeah. be. You're also a wife. You're also a pet parent of a cat yeah. and a dog, right? You are a you homeowner. So you got to manage a household, yeah. right? I mean, you've got family, you know, extended family that you are very, and that's important. 
So yeah. all those things are important. So you do give back. You know what I mean? You do yeah. give back with the with what you do in your job. You provide a service with the readout. Let me just say this. You inform people and keep people, you, you know, you help us to be better engaged with the information that you give us on your show. That is a service. That is a service. And you have to look about it that way. Look at it that way because you go in, you know, you do the, the research, you come prepared, you come with the receipts, right? It's a and lot you of work. do that what? <laughs> because you want to give to your audience. You want your audience to be informed. That is a service. Even though it is your job to do that, you do your job. You're not phoning it in. You do it in a certain kind of way. And then, the, then when you have time, you can, you can donate clothes, right? And, and give back. It. And that could be it. You can, you know, once a month, you can go to a food bank, a homeless shelter. Like you could... You can find way you can read to the blind. You can do, there are so many ways that you can give back. So you don't have to, you could say, okay, once a month, I'm going to do this. It doesn't have to be every time somebody asks me, I'm going to say <laughs> yes. That's crazy. I know. I'm trying, and I have a whole team that it's fabulous. That is, and, and half their job is just saying no to stuff. <laughs> just be like, no. And it's funny, my executive producer has added herself to that team. She's like, because she, she, she's now caught on, you know, now that I'm working with Tina, she's caught on to how of a, of, of a yes person I am. She's like, accessible you are. Oh, no. She was like, send them to me. She's like, I have no chill. She does not care. She's literally like, everything's no, 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 no. She does internal no stuff, like stuff internally. So yeah, no, it's like, it's like the three people plus Jason oh, and, and the daughter all saying like, but no. People, but I'm offended by people that will abuse it. I mean, as your friend, yeah. right? I know, I see how busy you are and how much you have going on. There are times that I will come to you and I'm just like really careful about it because I don't want to, like, I don't want to, I know that like texting you about certain things can just add to your plate. <laughs> so, you know, I just try to bring you a little bit of joy, you know, yes, I just try that. to like ask you about light things, give you recommendations for shows. I'm not trying yep. to burden you, but there are people <laughs> who will, you know, to the people, they don't care. That they don't care. They will mm-hmm. pull you in every direction. And, you know, we think because of what we do professionally, you know, because we are personalities, right? And, and we're mm-hmm. recognizable that that makes you even more desirable to people that are that are planning things and hosting things and they have events and they want to honor, honor you because you're high profile. Yeah. But this also applies to, you know, everyday people, like you were saying off the top, People that are that are that are mothers or or fathers or teachers or you know what I mean. You mm-hmm. your church can pull on you. The school can pull on you. Family can pull on you. You know you've got to self care. You've yeah. got to find ways to say no because it, it's like they say when you get on the plane and the the oxygen mask. If you you got to put it on yourself first. That's true. No, it's if very you're true. Stretched in a million different directions, and you know, I know Cranky Joy. You see, people don't get to see Cranky Joy. <laughs> no, I know Cranky Joy. Ann. Cranky but Joy. I can hear it when you answer the phone. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm like, oh, oh just have person. a bad day. And her name shouldn't be Joy. Is <laughs> it not joyful? She's not joyful. <laughs> kind of joy-ish joy-ish, joy-ish. Are you feeling joy-ish today <laughs> i feel like i'm like the uh what are the little dwarfs that the the hump that what were they sleepy happy dope happy grumpy. i'm like all of them grumpy <laughs> i'm each of them and a different part of the day like every part of the day i'm a different one of those those dwarfs the right. seven dwarfs all seven of them <laughs> i'm gonna work on your voice you gotta work I- on it and try to impress it but we gotta get on these hot topics girl because there's so many let's get on some of these topics let's talk about Lord, it when i tell you it's so much going on do we where do we do we start let's, with let's start with one of my favorites because it is just craziness to me but i'd love to get your take on this as someone who is not in the greek life uh our friend amanda seals and the the premiere episode of insecure the final season um, the main characters went back to their 10 year college uh, reunion mm-hmm. and um, Amanda's character, Tiffany, is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. And so throughout the episode, because they are on the college campus for most of the, the majority of the episode, uh, Amanda's character, Tiffany, is wearing pink and green or just green like she's representing. Right. And honey. 
by the end of that episode, there were members of Alpha Kappa, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, and I say the whole name because I respect those ladies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Were there were, not all of them, but many of them were very upset. It was trending on Twitter. Yes. They were saying she had the shield, this character had the shield on, it's disrespectful. Some were saying she had the letters on. I mean, I'm a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, right? So I get the sensitivity to those types of things. But I watched this episode in real time. I didn't, I, I did not notice that she had the shield on or the letters on. Um, and, you know, but I, I guess maybe that happened. But even if it did, the way that people came after Amanda Seals specifically, As she's a person. an actress. She's an actress. Right. She's not making wardrobe decisions. She's not writing right. scripts. She may weigh yeah. in on those things. And she probably does because she's very intelligent. She weighs mm-hmm. in on those things, you know, but I don't, the fact that she was not only was it not her choice, you know, to, to, for her character be, to be a AKA and for her to engage in the role, you know, in the way that she did, but also it, she didn't choose wardrobe, but also, right? And also, yeah, go on. No, 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 go ahead. I was going to say, and also, you know, her character presented herself as a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha in a very positive light. That was not like she was like, it's not like she was robbing banks or, you know, hurting, you know, slight cutting people with knives or, you know, cursing and and using profanity or running around through the streets naked. She was very positive character. Like, I don't, I don't. I understand, but I don't understand why the members of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority did not let their national office handle any issue with it privately. I do not understand why people got so upset about it, A, and that they took to Twitter and, you know, B, and three, that they came after Amanda Seals. Personally. Yeah. Well, here's the question. I had three, three questions. Question number one. Right. Hasn't her character been an AKA the whole time? From season one. And also Molly, another character is also her, that character is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha and has had sips of coffee or whatever out of an AKA mug. Nothing. I've never heard this, seen this kind of uproar from it. So that's, that's one. Question number two, because that was the other question is that if the portrayal is positive, was the criticism that she was denigrating the sorority or that she just didn't have a right to wear the paraphernalia because she's not a member? It's, it's having the right to wear the paraphernalia. Okay. I will say I understand as a member of Delta Sigma Theta, I understand the sensitivity of it. Yeah. But I think the execution of being upset about it just was mishandled. It was I think the it top. was just mishandled. Um, and I heard uh, blackenterprise.com printed something, I don't know if it was yesterday or today, saying that the sorority, um, the national office is considering, um, and this is their reporting, so I don't know if this is true, but blackenterprise.com said that they're thinking of taking legal action. Oh, wow. And then the third thing, well, because so my third question, because I have a a very good friend, my, 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 the person I'm closest to from college days is uh, a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Mm -hmm. Um, She, Text, we were texting about this and she yeah. was saying she was not offended um, by it because it was positive. It, the portrayal was positive. And so to her, she didn't see, she didn't understand the upper either. I, do you think that in general, remember when Spike Lee did School Days? Yes. Like he made up fictional sororities and fraternities for that right. film. Do you right. think in general, as somebody who is yourself a member of a Greek organization, should should portrayals always just make up fake, fake sororities? Don't really use the real ones. Is it too sensitive to ever use the real ones? Would it have been better? Or do you think it would have been more wiser for that production to have used fictional sororities instead? No, I think what they, and I don't know what happened behind the scenes. I know yeah. that the you know, the, the producers and directors and everybody is standing by Amanda and saying, listen, you know, even yeah, she did Rae, nothing wrong. She's she didn't do anything wrong. But she even Issa Rae was like, what's the big deal? Right. Yeah. And I don't think that they were being disrespectful in their portrayal, but there is a sensitivity and I get it with um, 
the, the, the wearing of certain things. There's a show on CBS um, called All Rise, which stars our friend Simone Missick, who we love so much. Um, you know, she plays a judge out in L.A. And she, her character, is a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Now, <clears throat> she had a girlfriend come on and come on the show And her girlfriend off camera, like you never see Simone in any paraphernalia, right? I didn't Mm -hmm. even know her character was a member of Delta Sigma Theta until her girlfriend who went to, they both went to Howard together on the show and her Mm -hmm. girlfriend off camera gave the Delta call. Okay. And I was like, wait a minute, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. (laughs) But it was her girl. So Simone, the actress never did it, even though her character is a Delta it was handled very respectfully. Right. What I think a great solution to this would be mm-hmm. would be for the Divine Nine, which represents all of the Black Greek sororities and fraternities, to have a kind of like an organization that works with Hollywood, mm. works with Broadway, mm. and it's just like so they're there, and so yes. you don't have to just go to AKA or Delta. That's Sigma right. Theta you can go to one Gamma. organization. You can go to one organization. That's who advises idea. you on yes. how to present. So you can present. I, I love the fact that Lola, uh, Simone Missick's character, you know, is a member of Delta Sigma Theta. I loved right. it. I loved hearing that Greek call. I love, but, but the actress who gave the call is actually a member of Delta Sigma Theta in real life. In real life, right. So right, she right. was able to, right. to do that. So there is a sensitivity to it. I get it. I get right. it. Because you don't feel- want, or you don't want Hollywood to start. It's a similar thing to like, I can't think of something similar, but we don't want portrayals of things that are part of Black culture to become appropriated by Hollywood because it always goes sideways. I don't think right. it ever goes sideways in the hands of Issa Rae. Let's start with the fact that Issa Rae is the executive producer and creator of this. So right. I trust her with black culture. What the, the the risk is, it's sort of what happened with Chappelle's show. The reason he stopped doing the original Chappelle show is he was like, this stuff that's funny internally inside of black America, we don't want white America laughing at it and thinking they can quote it right. and use the N-word and drop N-bombs and think they're just playing along. And so the risk is when you put black culture out there or any culture that's not white culture out there, you risk appropriation and misappropriation. And so but but I think there there should be a we need to take into account who is doing the art. And I think yes. Issa Rae is so respectful of the culture because she's part of it. She's not an outsider jumping into black culture. She's a black woman who's making who's making extraordinary um, art that for that shows us in a light we've never been seen before. Our relationships, uh, our lives, black women as complex characters with complex phenomenal. black relationships. Yeah. This is something so important that it makes me very uh, sad when anybody is coming for any part of that. Because I think we should just be celebrating what she's doing. I highly doubt that she would ever preside over trying to be disrespectful to anything that's about black culture. So I think you're right. And people should definitely not come for the actress now. Come on. The actress. It was just ridiculous. And you know, people like to come, you know, for our friend Amanda Seals anyway, because she is so bold and so vocal and and so brave and Mm -hmm. unapologetically black. And so they like, you know, she she's out there and people like to come. For but a her lot of people anyway. defended her. A lot of people. A, a lot, lot of people. people defended don't make her. me defend Amanda Seals. That was the, the she posted a whole thread <laughs> of people being like, don't be don't have me out here. Defending they were her. like, I don't even like her, right. but I'm going to defend her. She's and amazing. our friend Yvette Nicole Brown, who is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha, yes. also publicly defended, defended her. her. Mark Lamont Hill, who's a member yes. of Kappa Alpha Psi. But the actress, I wanted to just say her name who is a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, is Ryan Michelle Bathay, who is Sterling K. Brown's wife, um, who is oh. a fabulous actress within herself. She's on All Rise. She's on uh, First Wives Club, the remake on um, BET. She does a lot of, she was in uh, Sylvie's Love. You know, she does a lot of great things, but she is also a member of Delta Sigma Theta. So she was the one who did the Delta call and all that, but she's a member. I just feel like, there was a better way to handle this. And I think instead of, you know, I hope that 
AKA is not thinking of taking any kind of legal action or anything yeah, like that's that. Too much. I, I think that there, I think that there are, there, there's a, a this is a teaching moment, right? It's a, yeah, this is a it's teaching a better moment. Way to deal with it. This is like saying, because to me, it's flat. I was flattered to see Delta Sigma Theta. And I think they were trying to flatter show. her. They and were. I think they were trying to be flattering. I don't think they were trying to. De- so please, Lord, I, I hope there's no legal action. Like you said, this is an opportunity to have a conversation. There yeah. does not need to be legal action. I think there needs to be conversation because this is black on black crime. And that's way before it's time. <laughs> Girl, listen, I mean, and I listen, you know, we love Amanda Seals. She's a friend of our show. Y'all better her. leave her alone. We love leave her, her alone. She, leave Amanda she, alone. She did the cutest video um, uh, uh, that she posted this morning with herself and her character. She did the, the it was edited in a way where she was having breakfast with her character <laughs> from Insecure. Right. And she was like, Amanda's looking at her saying, you done, this is your fault. You just started a whole mess. <laughs> and the Tiffany, the character is saying, it's going to be okay. Like go to Amanda's Instagram okay, I gotta check that out. and she's check so that cute. out. It is. We she's so brilliant. She's so creative. Yeah, she is. I love it we so love much. Her. All right. We got to talk about right, What else we got on tap? Let's talk about oh, God. Okay. So I, I know okay. what you're going to say on this, but I'm going to introduce it. So there is conversation, even though that there is an effort away afoot to take away R. Kelly's Grammys in light of his recent conviction. And, yeah. you know, more convictions could be to come. There are more trials coming up. Um, but the Grammy board or association says that that is not something that they are planning to do. They're looking yeah. into it, but they said that they're really, it, it's not something that they want to get in the practice of doing taking Grammys away from people, even right. though they said that they have done it once before in, in the situation where I think it was very appropriate. And that was for Millie Vanilli. <laughs> that was right. Cause the, cause the, right. Cause right. Is that was about the actual music, the, the, what they got yeah. the Grammy for being a lie. Yeah. 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 So what do you think? Do you think that R. Kelly should lose his Grammys or any other American music awards? Cause I'm sure he's won image awards, soul train. Yeah. I'm sure he's won them all. This is so difficult. Because like you said, with Millie Vanilli, the Grammy was get, was given to them in at, on the basis of a lie. They weren't singing those songs. They didn't deserve to have a Grammy. Right, right. In the case of R. Kelly, the, the tragedy of R. Kelly is the same tragedy that is true of Bill Cosby. When somebody has yeah. been a brilliant artist and contributed so much to the craft that they are a part of, right? Mm-hmm. you then have to reckon with who they really are when you find out the crimes. Right. And then the question is, does the art survive who they really are? Right. If you, I mean, there are so many people, you, if you go all the way back, I mean, I just finished watching the Miles Davis documentary mm. that Stanley Nelson did. It's brilliant. Miles uh. Davis beat like three of his wives slash girlfriends in relationships. I mean, he was an abuser, but he was also a genius. Did he beat Cicely Tyson? He did not beat, at least in this one, they did not talk about him beating Sissy Tyson. She kind of saved him from drug addiction. But mm. his first wife, who was his first true love, who was an amazing dancer, and she was, you know, the, the woman he really loved uh, out of all of them the most. I mean, he, she ended up having to leave him because he was hitting her. He was also on drugs at the time. And so he has this complicated legacy. Do you put down, do you put his music aside because of that? I think no, because Miles Davis is Miles Davis and his music transcends whatever flaws that were in his character. I mean, Ike Turner is a, is a per- perfect case. Ike Turner was a genius. Yeah. And he created this amazing career for Tina Turner. And he is in many ways responsible for the emergence of this fabulous star. Do we do we take away whatever accolades came to him because he was also a horrible, horrible man, but no. also a deeply troubled man who was probably suffering from a lot of, you know, mental issues. I, I just don't know how you do that. I mean, I've, I've had this same struggle. And I don't know if you have Jackie with the Cosby show and with yeah. the Cosby kids and with all the stuff that we enjoyed growing up. And it really changed the nature of entertainment. Like you take Cosby out and you just erase him from the history we really don't end up with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. We really, in some ways, it built us up to have a Black president. Seeing Black people in that light as middle-class people who were not in the, in the ghetto, who were not struggling, who had, were affluent, who had art on their walls, 
who were, uh, you know, who were just a normal family was so revolutionary in the 80s. Do you erase that because he was a terrible man and is a terrible man? Yeah. I don't know what you did. I really don't know. Yeah, I, I hate you awful. I feel, and again, it's hard when you're not the victims That's of right. these different situations to speak on it, but not being a victim, my feeling is that you let the art stand. You know what I mean? You let, like, he wa- he didn't win humanitarian awards. Like if it were right, those it kinds of things, yeah. then I could see those right. things being revoked, right? Yes. But because it is about his music, the music was great, right? Yeah, was. The music was and, and is, you know, I, I don't play it. I won't listen to it. That's my choice as an individual. Right. But he earned those Grammys for the music. You know, it, it is what it is. I don't think that you can erase yeah. that. Um, and I don't, I think yeah. it would be wrong for the Grammys to do that because then moving forward, what they would have to do is do like these in-depth background checks. So it's not just about the music, but it's also about who you are as a person. The character. That's right. It's character. And that becomes something different. And I don't think that that should be because then when you're judging character, that relies on the Academy. Right. And who are these people that are judging the character of these artists? Right. If you don't like, you know, the way that Lil Wayne lives his life, if you're not Mm -hmm. down with how Lil Nas X lives his life. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just to me, it just, you know, it's hard to be objective in those situations. So I don't think that he should lose his Grammys. I think that they should just it is what it is, you know, and I think that you just have to focus on the music at the time. Now, yeah. had let, let's say R. Kelly was up for Grammy nominations this coming year. Right. Right. With everything that's going on right now. Yeah. Then I would say, okay, maybe because of who he is as a person, maybe we need to disqualify him or take him out of the running, or maybe he wouldn't be nominated in the first place. But that too is yeah. complicated. But I think if yeah. you're dealing, if you're dealing with the person in the moment. Yeah. Right. I, I just I just, you know, you know, you bring up Bill Cosby and I think of it wasn't just about Bill Cosby, to your point. It was yeah. about what he this what he showed of black America. Right. This, that existed for so long. Yeah. But that everyday people in middle middle America had no idea existed. Yeah. They didn't know about HBCUs. Right. right. They didn't know that a black doctor could be married to a black lawyer and have a fly ass, you know, brownstone in in Brooklyn and be living this fabulous life with five kids. And you know what I mean? This affluent family. They didn't know that. They didn't then go on to create Hillman College. You know what I mean? With a different world and all that it was. And right. And if you erase him and that's the problem is if you take him off the table and, you know, and and I find him vile. Like, I don't even want to see Bill Cosby on TV. I, I don't even want to see him on television, honestly. I wouldn't go back and watch it now because I would feel uncomfortable. But I can't, I can't not acknowledge that he, that he, he was the first black existed. man to have his own TV series. You know, right. I Spy. You know, um, you go, the, the Cosby Kids, which I watched growing up. It was revolutionary for black kids to see a black black faces in a cartoon. We never saw ourselves. We watched the Flintstones, the Jetsons. We didn't exist in all these universes that these cartoons created until the Cosby kids, which finally right. showed black kids. Right. And it's like, so I, you know, I don't, you know, do you then erase all that history and say, well, he will just take, I mean, look, if y'all watch Woody Allen movies, you need to start Don't asking me some questions about Listen, are these movies still great? Are they still, do they deserve the accolades they got or not? Because we know a lot of new things about he's married to his, his what should daughter. be his daughter. <laughs> daughter, daughter. And so it's like, I think with R. Kelly, it's very hard. You know, I feel terrible because I, as much as I was a, I was a super fan of R. Kelly, his music yeah. Really was uplifting. Some of the stuff he did in terms of mixing opera and and uh, and soul music, the 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 fact that man, the man has an operatic vocal range, you know, he he has a, he's a brilliant man. Yeah, but he's he really also is. Horrible, but most a man. lot of brilliant <laughs> a lot of brilliant artists are a lot of brilliant horrible. people are very flawed individuals. We know this. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so it just comes with that. Like uh, to your point. You know, maybe they cancel, which they have 
reruns of the Cosby show and all that kind of stuff. Um, But does it mean that he should lose any Emmys and all of that? Because it wasn't just him. It was, you know, Felicia Rashad and all the actors that were a part of that, the writers and just everything, you know, yeah, exactly. They all contributed. It wasn't like he was a one man band doing the Cosby show by himself. It wasn't like stand up. Wasn't like him, just one man show. Exactly. And so I just think, you know, the, the cancel culture thing, I think the right is phony when they pull it up there because they use it for phony things. But I think we have to start thinking about like, do you cancel the, the, the product, the art, right. the art, you know, because look, Dr. Seuss, that was the, that was the argument. Dr. Seuss made some racist yeah. shit. I yeah. mean, this yeah. stuff was real racist, yeah. especially against Asian people, but Dr. Seuss is still Dr. Seuss. And so when his company, the company that, that holds his estate made the decision to pull some of those really egregious racist pieces down. I agreed with them. You don't yeah. want that circulating and little kids reading that now, but is Dr. Seuss still great? Yes. What he still contributed to the world was still great. Do you, do you watch Disney? Walt Disney was not a nice guy. Come on. Come he on. was racist. Do you drive yeah. a Ford? Henry Ford was mad racist as hell. Yeah. You know, and so it's like you have to. I mean, we even talk about this with presidents. Abraham Lincoln was racist as fuck. Listen, <laughs> real racist. Let, let's talk about the ones that own slaves. Correct. In the Thomas but, see, Jefferson. But, but see, then, then we get into which is, you know, this whole issue of teaching the truth, giving people the full story and then That's letting right. them decide. That's right. Don't paint a Bill Cosby or an R. Kelly as this great musician or That's this right. great, you know, comedian and, and, you know, thinker as people thought of Bill Cosby as he was doing his story. Tell the whole story and then let people That's decide. Right. It's just yep. like, you know, with Dr. Seuss, let people yep. know the whole story, the whole slavery, story. you know, all of that. Let people, right. let people everybody know the truth about history. Let people know what and, Christopher yeah. Columbus did when yeah. he came to this country, when it comes right. to indigenous right. people. That's and right. then like teach the truth, you know, because you, you don't have, because here's the reality of artists, explorers, presidents, everything. You do not have to worship them. Right. We, 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 if we, if we, if you, if you, are a, 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 a believer, you worship one thing, you worship God, you don't worship people. And I right. think the problem is that we've gotten in this habit of hero worship where yeah. we need our heroes to be perfect. We need them to yeah. be Superman, but even Superman has another, another version of himself in which he's weak and which he's a coward. You know, when he's Clark Kent, that's Superman too. Right. And he gave Lois Lane to run around. So, I mean, there's that. You know what I mean? So it's like, so it's like you you can't create these characters that are perfect and try to make real human beings that you can appreciate. Just pull the art out of it and appreciate it. If you're still able to listen to R. Kelly, then I I say, go ahead. I don't choose to do it. But you you do it. I don't think I don't think less of you because you still like to listen to the music because it's hard to let go of some of the music of people you really like when you find out more about their character. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm having this issue. You know, there are a lot of like, there's an artist I like, well, I won't name them, um, that is deeply anti-vax. And it's so disappointing to me. Wait, I was listening who? to her music this morning. Who are you talking about? <sighs> you are so, um, not, okay, don't say it because I don't want to, because you'll say it because I said, uh, and you really don't want to say it. So don't say it. Don't say it. Don't it's, say it. She's a brilliant, it's a woman. She's a brilliant artist, but I'm like, wait, text so, it to me. Text it to me. So I'll I'm just know, but I won't I'm, say I'll put it in the chat. Say. I'm going to put it in the chat. But it's like, I do I still listen? To, I, I was listening to uh, one of her songs this morning when I was on the treadmill. And I'm like, this, this chick is so talented. Do I? You know that is. Oh, you got to get into this. This, this is somebody really? who's, this is a young artist that's like, Did I get into it? Well, new, okay. But it's I, like, you know, I don't want to promote what this person is believing in. Yeah. It's like, do you still think Kyrie Irving is? If you're a Kyrie Irving fan, I, I'm cop. You know, I'm from Brooklyn, so you know that's not really my team. The Nets were not my team. I, I am a Knicks fan, sorry, but you know, I like the Brooklyn Nets. But it's like, mm, am I a fan yeah. of him? No, no. But I can also acknowledge that he's given a lot of money to HBCUs. 
He's given a lot. He's done a lot for charity. He's done a lot of good things in his life. Do I think he's a yeah. terrible human being and all write him off? No, I'm not going to write somebody off or something like that. It's one thing about him that I don't respect, <laughs> but I respect some of the things he's done. You know, it's yeah. hard. People Girl, are complicated. Let me tell you something about yourself. As sweet and as nice as you are and how polite you are, you don't want to say no. When it comes to this back situation, <laughs> you I'm take hardcore. no fucking prisoner. <laughs> I'm hardcore because here's the you thing. You are hardcore. Because I don't, my whole thing is don't promote things that make people die. You know what I'm saying? Don't promote stuff that make people die. That's my, that's my, that's my red line. If you out here boosting lies <laughs> that will result in people dying, especially right. people who look like you, that's not right. I mean, you, you can do a whole lot and I'm and I'm I'm cool with it. But you're out, if you're out here promoting ideas that are based on pure lies and propaganda that is killing black people, I'm sorry, I can't endorse that. Yeah. I can't. That's the one thing that's my red line. If yeah. you endorsing that, I'm not endorsing you. Sorry. I have a little like I my sister is exactly like you. She feels the exact same way. I'm a little softer on it. You know, I've said this. Yes. I feel like people should have a choice, but, but I feel like if you choose not to be vaxxed, that you almost need like a scarlet letter on you. You need That's to. Just, how is that better? <laughs> no. You're, you're just as bad. No, wait, hold on. You are the no, same as me. Let me finish. Let me finish. I feel like you should be, I, I think that, because let me say this. I recently found out that someone that I had a meeting with Right. Pat, my sister's waving. She's waving like, yes, amen. That someone that I had a meeting with. Oh, no, I'm not going to say my sister's like, don't say the name. I'm not going to say the name. There's somebody that I met with is not vaccinated. And I was like, oh, but now I just want people who are not vaccinated to stay just away. to say that you're not vaccinated Admit it. and to take the extra step to just mask up, you know, isolate yourself from other, you know, social distance. People that's that's all that. I say. Do those things. But They're the not problem is, are the people who don't, and there are people who do that. There are people who don't want to get vaccinated. There are people who can't get vaccinated because of health conditions, but they take the steps. They double mask. They, they isolate themselves. They social distance themselves. I have a problem with people who are not vaccinated who are up in, in, in general po- at restaurants, you know, meeting with me. And you know how paranoid I am about it. Doing yeah. things, getting on airplanes, but even though they have Jackie, to have masks on but- airplanes. I think that you should, I, I feel that those people, if, if you're vaccinated, we need to know. You need to have an official car, like a driver's license, like something but official. But Jackie, I'm just going to say right now, the kind of person who refuses to get vaccinated is also, there's a huge Venn diagram that that is the same kind of person who is not going to take those precautions because they, A, don't think COVID is serious, B, don't care about other people, C, don't care if they give COVID to others or that they get it. So to me, there that is a the kind of person who refuses to get vaccinated, who not, and I'd set aside the people who can't get vaccinated for health reasons, the kind of person who just says, I ain't doing it, is the same kind of person who says, I don't give a damn. But not across the <laughs> They're board. They're not going to isolate. Not across, not, gonna. not across the board because I, I know people. No, not. I mean, I hear you. It may be my sister's. Like, get, it's, a it's, it's a type. It's no, a type. No, listen, listen I, I hear you, but I don't think that it, there are, there are people who just have trust issues. They don't want, listen, I, I say all the time, I was one of those people. I have reservations I'm going to get it, but it'll it'll take me a while to get the booster. I just don't well, like I got my booster. I'm boosted. Boosted. I'm gonna get and I will get it. And I'll get the flu shot too for the first time ever in my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like I don't like putting medicine, pharmaceuticals specifically. Right. I like Eastern medicine. I like herbs and things. Right. I like natural remedies. Yeah. You know, I hear that. And, and, and so I like to lean into that. And I think there are a lot of people, most of the people that I know who have not been vaccinated are those kinds of people. Now, there yeah. are those people that I also know who don't think that the virus is serious, they that there are those people, too. But I, I feel like there are those people, too, 
who are afraid. And you met some of those people when you did the event with Melba. I did. Right? Those people weren't the kind of people that you're talking about, the people who think it's a hoax and all that. They were just afraid. They were just afraid. Yeah, yeah. And I know what it's going to do to me. Look at, look, girl, how you are right now, this is how you need to be when somebody asks you to do something. <laughs> that's, that's, that's who you need to bring to the, bring anti-vax, bring, va- get vaxxed or get I, the fuck off the planet. Bring her to joy. the table. When I'll somebody bring her. Out of my seven dwarves, that's yes. going to be, I ain't doing shit dwarf. <laughs> that's the chick that needs, that's the chick that needs to answer the phone. You need to be like Sybil. You need to be like, remember Sybil with all the personalities? Oh, I need to that's, flip into that personality when somebody asks answer the phone. No. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hell no. <laughs> you no. need to bring, because you, girl, when it comes to this back stuff, you don't play. I know. And that's it's my how one you need hardcore. to be in your life. That's how need you need to, to be right. in your I life. To, I need to apply my vaccine maximalism yes. to my life. <laughs> Hello, your problems would be solved. <laughs> all <solved>. your problems. <laughs> solved. 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 Oh my God. No, but yeah, let, let, let him keep his Grammys in my book, but we'll see what let happens. Him keep them. Let him keep them. Should we talk about Alec Baldwin or should we talk Less. about? Yes. No, Alec Baldwin. Because first of all, I'm a little annoyed that people are so obsessed with the Alec Baldwin thing, like on CNN and stuff. It's like enough. Girl. We get it. The, the, you, now you're exploiting it like the Gabby Petito story. Like, it's, it's turned it, into the new, their new favorite. It's too much. Meme. Too much. Let it go. It's tragic. This woman lost her life. Please don't exploit her. She is dead. Her family has to deal with that. She, if I was her family, I would not be able to turn on the TV because every time you turn on C- CNN, they are pimping it's this. It's too much. It's you're too you're much. hurting the family at a certain point. Let them grieve. They don't need to see her face popping up and Alec Baldwin face popping up every time they turn on the television. So please. I agree. Not. I agree. Not. Yeah, I agree. And there's so, so many other things going on in the world yes. that... Like not, I think this woman's death and then the investigation into it and the injury of the director is very important. Yes. But I feel like to your point, it should be a private thing. Yes. I don't think that it should dominate the news day after day after day. Can you imagine if you had a person in your life that disappeared and then while they are disappeared and missing, you do want lots of maximum television exposure because you want them found. Once it's discovered they are deceased and they are dead and you know they're dead, do you really want to see them on every minute showing their faces over? We don't do that to mass shooting victims. We're not like exploiting and showing the Parkland students that died over and over so their parents right. have to live it over and right. over and over again. When somebody dies, the last thing you want is to constantly be reminded that they have died. I agree. And I just feel like at a certain point, we in the media need to take a step back and realize that where we can help is when somebody is missing. Where we are no longer helping is when we know they are dead. And I this agree. woman is dead, dead. And it is not cool to be pimping this story because it's Alec Baldwin. It has a celebrity angle and it's and it's, it's salacious. Yeah. It's and it's cool. also not cool, you know, especially early on. A lot of people did this was to just put all this blame and focus on Alec Baldwin. We didn't know what happened. We didn't know what happened. And, you know, he has to feel horrible. I'm sure. To be the person that pulled the trigger. And now we know, right? It wasn't his fault. It wasn't. It wasn't. It It wasn't his fault. And also, if you want to do a story, to me, the story to do about what happened with the Alec Baldwin situation is the labor issue. We talked about this on the last podcast. The labor issues in Hollywood right now, the unsafe conditions that these folks on these sets have been complaining about for years and years and years, the people being underpaid, overworked. And then they locked people out in Hollywood and brought in these inexperienced people as basically scabs and said, you come in and work People who were not ready for prime time and not like ready the day to be in those before jobs. they switched it out, like at the Correct. last minute with this thing. And the woman, and I feel badly in a way for the woman who was the the prop master who was in charge of the firearm because yeah. she was not ready for that position. You put an inexperienced person in charge of the props, and then you wonder why there's a tragedy. This is what happens when you refuse to pay people adequately and and give people good working conditions. Hollywood needs to step up and change their practices. That is who is at fault. Yeah. It's the industry. I agree Dream. too. I Damn. agree too. I mean, you why are you using... You can always using, get good work if you pay for it. You can get why the are you work. using? Why are you using real bullets? Why, why are you in, using real bullets? Why in 2021 are we using real bullets? Come on you now. can, you can, you know, it, they're actors. 
You know what I mean? You don't need you don't need real bullets. You ever. have to recreate that. Why you is that? Girl, listen, I just feel like that there is so much more to this. You know, you know, our friend Chris Witherspoon said something at something out. <laughs> On vid- dark skin on Viv. This is why on Viv. I, wait, I gotta dark pull this skin up. On Viv. Wait, wait, wait. I love her so much because she don't care. She's uh-uh. she's like something was up. That was intentional. She careth not to set she up Alec Baldwin because he hates Trump. And it's like yeah. this anti-trust. She was like she was on it. But I mean, the thing is, is that look, people can speculate all they want as to what happened. Um, but the reality is, the industry needs to respond to this tragedy by making sure it doesn't happen again, by making these sets safer and by paying people what they're worth so that you get the kind of work you want. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, I know you got to go and get ready for your show, but I want to talk about one more thing before we go. I wanted to just give a shout out to the, the 2021 class of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which includes... Tina Turner, Gil Scott Heron, which is huge. The father Jay-Z. of hip hop, the real father of hip hop. Come Gil's, on, let's The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. Come on, yes. Whitey on the moon. Whitey, on, Whitey the moon. on the moon. Let's talk about Whitey, Whitey on, on the moon because that was very current. That's very, it's so, oh, so literally on the moon. Again. Literally on the moon. <laughs> let's not even. LL Cool J, Billy Preston, who I love. Yeah. Clarence Avant are all among the honorees. Also, the Go Go's, who I love, the Foo Fighters. Oh, um, the Foo and Fighters, some, uh, yeah. Yeah, some others um, in there. But that's really, fabulous. Yeah, I'm glad Tina Turner. I can't believe that that hasn't happened. I can't yet. believe, I know that kind of surprises me that Tina Turner is only now getting in. Seriously? Yeah. I mean, that's, I that's long overdue. Long overdue. Long, Billy Preston long is also overdue. long overdue. My God, I really? No. How? How is this not just happening? That's, I don't you know. know. I don't know. But glad it's happening. I'm glad so, it's happening. That'll be fun. That'll it's be a fun. great class. We love it. We love. There is there going to be a concert? Now, can there be a concert because of COVID? I, That'd be well, awesome. Girl, who's not having concerts because of COVID? They're doing uh, all kinds of stuff in Fair. spite of COVID. True. Asking people to show vaccine cards or not. You, you know, it's just. I think at this point, I read this article. I can't remember where it was, but the scientist was like, it just is what it is. It is what this is the point where you you decide whether or not you're going to fly, whether or not you're going to eat in restaurants. How far are it is what it is, is what they're all back. I mean, at this point, I cannot believe how many, again, back to our top of our conversation, invitations to in person events I'm getting now where people are back to partying, having parties, having events, having concerts, having shows. I mean, it's, yeah, we went, uh, uh, Jason and I went to, um, uh, at Carnegie at, at the, at the, at, at, oh no, at the Metropolitan Opera, we went to the, 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 the show that was based off of Charles Blow's book, um, uh, Fire Shut Up in My Bones, the yeah. Terrence Blanchard Opera. How and it was, was it? J- well, it was jam packed. Of course. Jam. Did people have Every masks on? Was sold. Did people have masks we on? We did. Yeah, people had people wore their masks. One thing I will say: this is a New York crowd, so they are maxed and vaxxed. They are ma- masked and vaxxed. So even though you you know people were you had to you know everything in New York, you have to show a vaccination card to get in. So you not had to everything. show your vac- I've been not some everything. places, but you it's so it you should most places. Yeah, you should have to. But most places, every place I've been so far when I've gone out in New York, you have to show your card. So I, maybe yeah. I'm being very selective of where I go, but you had to show your vaccination card to get in. And people all were all universally. I didn't see anyone without a mask on. Yeah. Everyone had a mask on. Yeah. Mike yeah. Lee was even there. He was a couple of weeks back, had his mask on. Oh, Everybody had a mask and on. And how was it? How was the, the show? It was really long. <laughs> and I was, and I had an empty stomach. I was so hungry. <laughs> I was so Not hungry. hangry. You were hangry. <laughs> I was hangry. So Jason and I, you know, it was funny because it was, it was, it was Miles's birthday day. Right. And so since Aww. he was checking into, um, uh, the hotel, um, he did his party at the Soho Grand. I want to thank basically for, first of all, the Soho Grand for throwing a fabulous uh, fete nice. for my child who was doing his 21 plus one because his 21st birthday was on lockdown. So this was the makeup party. 21, so plus, 21 one. plus one. And so we had nothing really to do during the day while he was going and checking. He and his girlfriend went, checked in, checked out the hotel, were setting themselves up. Um, and I had time. I was waiting to pick up the cake because we were going to surprise him with a fabulous birthday cake. Cake Man Raven, love you, Cake Man Raven. 
Thank yeah. you, Melba, for, for getting us to Cake Man Raven to make sure we had a cake. So I'm shouting out everybody right now. So we had time in between. So like, let's go see this play. And I didn't eat breakfast, <laughs> which was a very big mistake. So we had to get there at noon. All I had in my stomach was coffee. And so, but, and so then, so A, I had to pee, but I didn't want to get up because it was so crowded that I was never, well, you know, when the first, there's first, there was a long first act. And then after that, I was like, I got to pee so bad, but like, I didn't want to go stand in the line. So I just was like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, you know, power through it. So, it, and then it was two more acts. Oh my Baby, God. Baby, when I tell you when I was done, I, I, I jumped up and we went, we were out so fast. I could get to that bed. I had to pee so bad and I was so tired. Oh and I was so hungry. <laughs> so I think See? I should have really seen it with a, a, a that. Let me tell you something. Stomach. You bet. Listen, you better have your ass vaxxed. Joanne would have been like, I'm going to the bathroom. I'm going to the front of the line. I'm not waiting. I got to pee. I got to pee now. This is urgent. <laughs> that's when you that's when you need to be pregnant. Back when I was pregnant, I had no chill. I was like, pregnant lady, pregnant lady, pregnant lady. <laughs> and cut the line every time. Because when you're pregnant, you can't hold it. So I was like, pregnant, yeah. pregnant, pregnant. I would stick my belly out even bigger. Pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> coming down coming, coming to the front down, coming to coming the front down. pregnant Listen, lady I can pee on you or I can pee in the bathroom it's your choice you make a decision right now I'm gonna pee right here I'm gonna pee in there <laughs> I, lo- I would go in the men's room anything I was, if I had to pee I would skip the women's room go right to the men's room pregnant Girl. pregnant gotta go See? sorry I'm sorry gentlemen I ain't looking at this long I already, look I'm pregnant clearly I'm already Girl. got a man okay? Listen, I'll let See? me go through <laughs> That's, that needs to be the person that shows up I'll be like person. listen I'm okay. I'm I'm bleeding through. I gotta I gotta it's, go. It's I have coming out. It's coming I out go here. To the men's in. room, girl. I have no shame. Nothing. No, oh, I had no shame. Or oh, you know, listen. When I was pregnant, baby, I need to be that person again because I was literally in the men's room. Like, yes, I'm here. You I've- need to be this. This is you need to let pregnant joy mix with vax. You better get your damn vax joy, and that that's the joy and that's gonna that. like save your mental health. That's exactly, because then as soon as somebody calls, I go, okay, I'll figure out how I can do it for you. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm going to work on your voice. I'm working on your voice this weekend. I'm working on it. I am. I'm going to work, work on, on it. it. I'm going to send you a voice track. Okay. All right. All well, right. that is our show, you guys. Let me ask you, because I know you got to go. What are you going to do for you this weekend? You better <laughs> say nothing. Did you start watching um, uh, Blood and, what is it? Um, I got distracted. It's still teed up, but I didn't start watching it yet because I did get distracted. Fight. I know the Miles Davis thing really had just took a hold of me this week oh and I had watched God. it in pieces. I didn't have time to watch it all. And then I, and of course, Succession. I had to catch up on Succession. Oh my God. So You're going to love Blood and Water so much. I'm going to much. watch it. Blood and Water. Blood and Water is the next thing teed up. Literally that and, and Squid Game are the next two things teed up. And I have that first then Squid Game. But what I'm going to do this weekend because it is pouring rain right now and apparently it's going to pour all through tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm going to do absolutely nothing. I'm going to be in my house Good. I'm going to do one quick run to the liquor store because I got to get me some new more Prosecco because I'm out of Prosecco. But other than that, I'm going to brave the rain, get my Prosecco, come back, do nothing all day Saturday. And then Sunday is Halloween. So I'm going to Halloween. You are so up. into Halloween. What are you I doing? I love all holidays. I'm a holiday girl. So I'm going to Halloween up the house. I'm going to Halloween up myself. I'm going to get a whole bunch of candy, put it on the porch. And I don't. we don't even have a lot of little kids in my neighborhood, but hopefully some kids will, take, will partake. But whatever candy's left, I'm going to eat it and then I'm going to work out and work it out on Monday. Boom. What you going to do That's the way to do it. That is the way to do it. You know, people who know who you are are going to come to your house for Halloween. They're going to make a beeline to your house. You need to, let me just tell you, you need to have hours. You need to say from five to seven or five to eight, I'm giving out candy. After and I'm turning the lights, lights off. Go off and lights done. go off. I ain't home. And when you see some little five-year-old come up with the cutest costume at nine o'clock, knocking on the door, saying, more, please, please open the door. You need to be like, no, wow. this is, you, you should have been vexed. <laughs> you should have been vexed, you little brat. No, but but my character, you know, and but and by the way, if though, I hope people will get to see it. If you, it, We're going to put it up on, on social media when it's done. We taped a spooky absolute spookiest and we did it yesterday i'm gonna send a picture that we can put up on the read this read that social media on our instagram it was amazing i had full makeup i was a character we're gonna air it tonight live but we're gonna put it up on social it will be on on my 
Instagram. It will also be on the read this, read that Instagram. Nice. So I hope, so we're, so that's the character that I was uh, this weekend. I'm going to decide if I'm going to be that or Wednesday Adams. That's my other option. I'm going to be something spooky. So if you I come to my it. house expecting treats, you're also going to get scared. I love it. I love it. <laughs> what are you going to do for you? <laughs> Listen, I'm in Atlanta. Thank God. I'm going to just do some things with my mom. I'm going to gear up for these events. I'm teaching a class over at Clark Atlanta University yes, next I'm week. Excited so I'm excited about that. For that. Yeah, I got so many things going on in Atlanta here next week. So I'm happy about that. Yeah. So girl, just going to get down to business and then figure out how I'm going to get back to New York. If I'm going to convince my boyfriend to, to fly. Because he, let me tell you, he drove me here and flew yes. back to New York today. Like drove me, <laughs> flew. flew back. Wise man. He is such a sweetheart. So now I got to figure out like, how am I, am I driving back by myself or who? Girl, get on a plane. I should just ask you because you I'm would come and do it. <laughs> you to get on that plane. You can do this. If I can do it and I am as, I am as paranoid about COVID as you are. Not quite. I'm no. almost as paranoid about COVID as you are. <laughs> I'm paranoid. But I, if I can get on planes, sister, you can. So you can do this. How funny is it that I have the nerve to be as paranoid as COVID as I am, but as forgiving for people? Correct. Who are <laughs> You're like, it's okay if you're not vaccinated. I'm like, get back. Thank you. Thank you for telling <laughs> on yourself. Thank you for telling on yourself. Yes, that. Right. That. All that. <laughs> Bring that Jackie onto the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Take right. that jacket onto the plane. We're going to talk. I'm going to counsel you. You've got to get on that plane, girl. Don't drive all that way. You're also putting too many miles. No, don't do it. I know. Drive, all the miles I could be getting. Miles. I know, I know, I know. But you could be getting. You're giving up all your miles. Get your I miles. Know. You I might know. need those later for when you go on that vacay with your boo, which you're going to get on that plane and fly to that too. I'm preparing for that. And to do that, you need to do the short jaunt back and forth between New York and Atlanta or New Jersey and Atlanta, that is your practice sessions for that longer flight. Well, something has come up in November um, that I apparently will be flying back to New York for. So, I mean, I'm sorry, flying to Atlanta for. So maybe I won't drive for that. Maybe I'll fly for that. Fly. Situation. We'll see. My sister's looking at me like... (laughs) Fly, fly, even though, though it's breaking, <laughs> and there are clouds in the sky. sky. You'll be nearby. <laughs> You'll fly by if you fly. fly. You know you're sticking. <laughs> you are crazy, girl. Listen, you, you guys tune into my cousin every Monday through Friday at seven p.m. on MSNBC for the readout because. That is, she's giving back, you guys. She's giving us information that we need to know. So let's embrace it. Let's be a part. Let's take this masterclass. Let's take this masterclass. Come on. Take this masterclass. And also, you're going to want to take this masterclass in food, fashion, and fun because Vegan Sexy Cool has all of that. You're going to want to log on to vegansexycool.com or you want to go to the Instagrammy of Vegan Sexy Cool. It is awesome, awesome, awesome. You're going to learn so much. Uh, and Jackie's going to be teaching a class. And, and I know you, Jackie, so you probably have eight teaching assistants. So I think that's <laughs> going to be a fabulous class if you're at Clark Atlanta. Holler, Clark Atlanta. But yes, Vegan Sexy Cool is every damn thing. So y'all, please support my sister here because this is her baby. And it is a fabulous baby who is very well-dressed. <laughs> Thank you so much. We have are a great week. You're welcome. Yep, you guys have a great week. And we will see you next week. Follow us on social media at Read This, Read That. Please, like and also tell a friend. Yes. Bye. Goodbye.